0: switched on on f104 and fess up is a new weekly podcast all about beauty we are joined by the host liz dwyer who's founder of future beauty and health hello
1: hi Louise, how are you
0: i'm very good thank you so much for joining us once again so tell me what was the reason for starting this podcast
1: Well, uh, Nikki and I, Nikki's my sister, um, have been running an event called Future Beauty and Health for the last few years. And it's about aesthetics and clinical beauty and, um, you know, tweakments and everything to do with kind of smart aging, whether that's Botox or biohacking, colonics or cosmetic surgery. The kind of whole spectrum, effectively, um, of the things we do as men and women Mm -hmm. uh, to keep ourselves young on the inside young on the outside you know from the from the life-changing to the absolute ridiculous you know um there's an awful lot going out there uh and i've been covering this as a a journalist for about 20 years now um and nikki and i have been having this conversation totally blue in the face about everyone lying right we're like (laughs) people would stop lying like about it going and they're like oh i've just had a tiny bit of baby botox and i'm like you are head to toe (laughs) botox filler you probably had about five facelifts you know um and they're just not everybody but the majority of people are lying through their veneer teeth about it you know and you're like lads ladies like it's the norm now why are we all lying and and who are we kidding you know I think it's like our generation's version about lying of your age do you remember like your parents would always be like we take five years off never admit the truth about your age <laughs> or maybe my mom my mom used to say like the biggest like shame was to admit you've had your hair dyed in her generation wow. it was really like faux so pas to like have had your hair dyed or say you had your hair dyed so i reckon obviously it's generational and yeah. we could we start accepting things as we go on and on but like i'm not joking there is not a person i i know who doesn't get involved in tweakments or aesthetic beauty in some form or other people are like no, i never go there and i'm like have you had your teeth bleached have you had your veins zapped have you considered having a laser treatment you know have you had even an eye laser treatment that is all under the realm of Clinical Beauty Aesthetic Medicine. And people so, don't really
0: notice or realize that. They they assume who? it's Botox or Filler or all these extreme ones. Exactly. And also, to be honest, like
1: I'd say ninety percent of the people who come to our show who are ninety percent women, they're not coming to look like a low violent you know uh Mm -hmm. contestant they're coming because there's something that bugs them whether it's rosacea whether it's acne scars whether it's postpartum issues whether it's stress incontinence and there is solutions out there now that are in the aesthetic realm that can fix them quite simply um that weren't there 10 years ago that required surgery that required a lot of money that required a lot of downtime recovery and so forth so the aesthetic industry has kind of like exploded along mm. with everyone's lips um, <laughs> in the last in the last decade and there's so many options now but it's very confusing and there's also unfortunately a lot of people selling you know whatever's whatever's going snake oil in the in their clinic and it's not necessarily the right thing for you so that's kind of where the show came about but how the podcast came about was just as I said we, Nikki and I constantly had this conversation on you're one of the ears, you're one and we'd send it we had this we have this Instagram messaging group between us kind of go and it's just, the, we call it the deniers. And we've been having a denier Instagram chat between ourselves for years going, oh, here's Trini now saying that her face is glowing because of her, you know, her product. Or here's, you know, Jennifer J. Lo going on about her olive oil again. Or mm-hmm. Martha Stewart saying horse riding is her, you know, the the secret to her. you like, she's 82 and she looks like 30. It's amazing, you know? like,
0: yeah, it's absolutely amazing.
1: It's ridiculous. Also, I mean, like, because particularly someone like Martha Stewart, for instance, who looked like a six-year-old woman five years ago and then suddenly is on the cover of Sports Illustrated yeah. looking like a 30-year-old version of herself. Which listen, I'm absolutely all for. More power to you. If it makes you happy and it's safe and if that's and it's ethical, go for it. Whatever makes people happy, like that, and as I said, if, if it's not gonna put you your health in harm, yeah. do it. But just it's the lying. And I'm like, if we all stop lying, then maybe <laughs> that would actually help elevate you know the standards in the industry, yeah absolutely. you know um and also you'd be able to say like oh like your lips are lovely I know what about my lips again sorry but like sorry your face looks lovely your skin looks great you know what did you do and, and instead of people saying oh it's a facial or you know I just drink water from Venus or something you know mm-hmm. you're kind of going actually I was in I had this BBL treatment and it was amazing and it's changed my life you know what's wrong with that so Nothing. that is kind of what the idea behind the, the the podcast came from
0: and, and people, you have been in yeah. the world a long time and you've been dealing with this a long time but were there still questions you wanted to ask
1: about about treatments, about treatments, treatments and treatments
0: yeah because i saw you were really? talking about vampire facials oh yeah like i mean there's so much rubbish out
1: there this is it as well <laughs> like you know um and like fatty treatments, and this is another thing. Like, and they're expensive. This isn't like you buying a lip liner and yeah. you're like, okay, that didn't work, or uh, you know, a face mask. You know, you're, you're you're into a couple of brands here in some some situations, um, and also you could be putting your health at risk in the wrong hands. Um, like, so it could be you know very not serious, but like. You can't you don't have to take that risk either. Uh, yeah yeah exactly so you have to really and it's unfortunately because it's an unregulated industry it's up to the consumer to become educated so yeah there's questions i mean w- the question is like what if you and me went and got the same treatment at least we probably wouldn't get the same result. Mm-hmm. we probably would have a different recovery period we probably would have a different lifespan of the treatment so i mean everyone has a different experience of these uh tweakments clinical beauty procedures and so forth So it's not like we're all buying the the Charlotte Tilbury lip liner and it's going to look pretty similar on all of us. You know, you have, you know, an IPL or a microneedling radio frequency treatment, your result could be completely different to mine. So I think it's really interesting to talk to people about, you know, what they've had done. And also, um you know to bring a bit of like transparency to say you know she looks great but she looks great because she is pumping energy time and yeah. money into herself yeah. as well you know and that's so, the thing kind of
0: take the pressure off people a little bit as well
1: a little bit you know and I mean I know the Kardashians now this season were mm-hmm. like oh I think we're you know setting false beauty standards and you're like uh girls you're about like 10 years too late with that you all disclosure. look the exact same <laughs> it's kind of like and the fact that they're like the classic deniers you know and then the new deniers, I call them, are people who who admit to a little bit. Mm-hmm. You know, that's what, you know, they're like, oh, I just have a tiny bit of baby Botox. Let me tell you, there's no such thing as Botox. Baby Botox. It's Botox. End of story. It's just a spin, I guess, clinics put on it to make people feel less bad. It's still Botox, you know, or Botox sprinkles or whatever. But what? I mean, we shouldn't feel bad, you know. This Absolutely. Is...
0: As you said earlier, you you just do whatever makes you happy. Once you're not putting yourself at risk, you know, go for it. I mean,
1: uh, well, I mean, I, I mean, go for it in one sense, but please, like, you know, do your research, obviously, make sure you're yeah. a qualified uh, medical practitioner, you know, make sure they have a medical uh, degree or not degree, sorry, medical qualification um, for numerous reasons. But like, I mean, obviously, there's the training, but then they have they have to answer to the medical councils, whereas people who are maybe a therapist or something, they, they have no one to answer to. You know, if, if they if a job goes wrong or if the patient complains, you know, it's. It's on the patient whereas people who are medically qualified will have will have to answer to the medical council so you know there's a lot more jeopardy for them and also they have better training in anatomy and so forth um like i mean look i've I've been preaching about this for ages and also i think look at the person i think it's funny people are like this person's brilliant that person's brilliant i'm like sorry that person looks like frankenstein why would you let them near you you know Mm. um and it's just it's just that's just my personal opinion uh, and you know, what I've noticed over the years as well. I mean, if that person can't make themselves look decent and good yeah. uh, with all the the tools, treatments, you know, technology they have at their disposal, they're not going to make you look good. It's you know? kind of like,
0: do your research know who you're going to and maybe maybe talk to somebody who's been to them?
1: Yeah, exactly. And also, this is where this disclosure comes on because if we all start being honest and saying, yeah. I go to this this person or I went to this clinic and it was terrible, don't go there. You know, that, that, that's putting a red flag out there for others as well, which is also doing a service for everyone else, you know. So, I mean, look, in the right hands, aesthetics and aesthetic treatments and are incredible. I mean, listen, I've had everything done under the sun and I should look like a 12-year-old, size zero supermodel at this stage. And I don't, which is proof that, most of them don't really work not that they don't really work but yeah the patient selection is really important you know and, mm-hmm. and the people you go into a clinic and they're going to sell you the machine they've invested in they're going to sell you the the skincare regime they're you know they're selling obviously and you don't necessarily know if that's the right one for you so it's it is confusing and that's where hopefully the likes of future beauty show and the podcast kind of come in and we're like do you know what uh they sold me this on the basis that it was going to get rid of my my belly fat and I was going to have, you know, a six pack by Christmas and I didn't, you know, mm. or or maybe you did get the six pack, but then you went on the piss.
0: Yeah, undid <laughs> you know, it, it, it all. And so sometimes it, it can be down to lifestyle as well. Like it's all these, I think there's many factors that come into it really, isn't there?
1: No, I know. Listen, I'm the worst culprit of like going, oh, do you know what? I'm getting cool sculpting this week. I can eat whatever I want. It doesn't work like that, you know, and 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 that's a three grand lesson. Unfortunately, you know, you have to kind of go in saying, "I am doing this as part of a a, an overall, you know, holistic change." You know what I mean? I'm going to be better at my diet. I'm going to, you know, be you know, move more. I'm, you know, not going to be drinking a bottle of wine every night and expecting to get a six pack, which is what I do, by the way. <laughs> and then I'm like, why didn't that work? It's terrible. Yeah. So, um, I'm not. I'm not that bad most of the time.
0: But Dream yeah like, responsibly so the, and all that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, but also Ian- like yeah. yeah.
1: the idea is that we just. We, but the only way people are going to become more up to speed on this is is through talking about it and through, you know, if you look at menopause for example, in the last few years, you know, menopause was this very taboo subject. And then suddenly, uh, Joe Duffy and Davina, and you know, everyone's the, talking about it. The floodgates opened, and now we're all not we're all menopause experts, but we're so much more aware of what's out there. Treatments, you know, um, holistic treatments, medicine treatments. You know, there's so much going on, and that all evolved from a conversation. You yeah. know, and that I cracked open the conversation. And from that conversation came events, came education, came empowerment, you know.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, and I know it might sound cliche, but that's what happens. It's it, it starts and it snowballs and um and then we're all in a much better place because we're yeah. like, do you know what this is good, that's not good, this is gonna help me, that's gonna make me look like a, a duck. Mm-hmm. So you know, um Where do we go? And like, it's a fantastic industry. It's really interesting. It's very, you know, if you're on Instagram, it's very easy to get sucked into the before and afters, and you know, you're like, wow, she looks incredible. I'm definitely signing up for that. But you kind of need to know the nuance behind it and the the situation behind it. And you know, they were like, oh, I look amazing because I've had filler, but you're like, you've had twenty mils of filler, and you've had it over the course of six months. And that's probably the core the cost of a facelift for most people, you know? Wow. So yeah. it's not necessarily, it's not these before not and afters a, are easy fix feeding. either. Yeah. And as I said, like, it doesn't last. This is the, like on one hand, that's amazing because it's not, you're not necessarily signing up for something that's going to disfigure you or change you for life. It, if it doesn't work or it doesn't look great, it's probably going to disappear in a few months. Um, but uh, whereas with surgery, it's kind of, you know, it's, you've, you, there's no turning back. Definitely, yeah. um, but with the non-invasive stuff, generally you're not going to get that much time out of it. Which for me is actually a problem because you're like, I love when the botox is kicked in. I love when the filler is fresh, you know. And then like six months later, you wake up and you're like, Ah, oh, Jesus you know oh, here we go again <laughs> back on the cycle of maintenance you know it's like the nails the hair you know it looks lovely when it's all fresh but then by the end of it it's like everything's hanging off and you're like you have to go back and start start the maintenance regime again
0: so people will be able to keep up to date with all the the madness on fess up podcast. it comes out weekly what day does it usually come out on
1: it depends either tuesday or wednesday it depends on um <laughs> With <laughs> me and Nikki,
0: get her right back
1: together. Fair enough. <laughs> uh, and, uh, no, we also, it also depends. We have celebrities, our well-known people on every week. And we are saying to them, look, you can't come on unless you're going to be honest. And we've had some great guests like Marion Keys, you know, uh, Rob Kenny, um, Sophie Anderton, like from supermodels to authors. Tomorrow we have a, a mom and daughter combo on, which is, you know, really interesting because the different generations have different, you know, uh, attitudes. Yeah. Um, and, um, you know, so it's it's not just gorgeous glamorous women it's you know across the board what people do and it's amazing you'd be so surprised at um you know the, the tweaks and, and the tux effectively that people might have had throughout the years you would never have guessed and as it's not your obvious Maura Higgins people who look like they're you know ready for their love island entrance it's generally normal women you know um but something has driven them mad for life and they went in bed and got it fixed yeah which I think is quite empowering you know as long as it doesn't go wrong
0: Absolutely. And then Beauty or Future Beauty and Health is back in March as well. Yeah,
1: March the 2nd and 3rd in the yes, So it's like two days, beauty, aesthetics, biohacking, health, longevity, the whole shebang, loads of experts, loads of uh feature zones, interactive, you know, we've science labs, we've like loads of stuff to kind of get stuck in. So you're not just not just someone telling you what's going on. You're like you're you're engaging with the um, the doctors, the nurses, the scientists like I'm still learning and I've been, you know, 20 years reporting on this and I still find it fascinating. I still learn every year. I still learn from the experts more and more. And every year the industry evolves um, in 10 years time. We, will, we won't do Botox. We won't do filler. It'll be all, It'll be the eyebrows of, of our generation. You know, it's evolving so quickly. Uh, and, like, I don't genuinely don't think our kids will ever see an old person like they will not see. Aging the way we have ever seen it, you know, wow. gray hair will be wrinkles will be gone, you know, which is weird. Fair. But, um, if you're interested in it and you're, it's something you, you know, you want to do, um, for your health as well as your, your your physical self, it um, you know, it's a really interesting two days or, you know, day if you want. There's loads of speakers and chats and, uh, and fun as well. We've great fun. There's a bar and there's a game show and everything. So it's a good girls' day, too.
0: Excellent. Liz Dwyer, thank you very much for chatting to us.
1: Very welcome, Louise. Thanks, Emil.